Lord, open my lips that my mouth may proclaim your praise. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. No one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. He's telling this to Nicodemus, who's one of the leaders amongst the Jews. Um, Interesting, of course, that he comes to Jesus under the cloak of darkness. Um, He doesn't want to be seen by his peers going along to this itinerant carpenter turned rabbi. Um, He wants to talk to him, but he doesn't want anybody else seeing him talking to him. He doesn't want it public knowledge, that which he is willing to acknowledge directly to Jesus. Surely you must be sent from God because only somebody who has been sent from God can do the kind of things that you do. So there's an acknowledgement within him. He's just not yet willing to make it public. And Jesus turns around and says this to him. Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. In other words, the kingdom of God can't even be discerned. And later on he says, you can't enter the kingdom of God without being born from above. So you can't see it, you can't discern it, and neither can you enter it unless you've been born from above. Now, if you've got a different translation in front of you, you might see that it's been translated born again. And that's because the word in the Greek, anothen, can mean both. Of course, Jesus knows this, and uh, he's using that to see the depths of what, to reveal the depths of what he's actually saying. Of course, Nicodemus, evidently with his rational mind, is grasping onto only the one meaning. Uh, born again, and his mind immediately goes to, well, that's an impossibility. You can't go back in your mother's womb and be born again. What is this man talking about? No one can return into the womb and then be born again. But of course, Jesus is not talking about a fleshly second birth, but a spiritual birth. Another birth, born again, but spiritually born from above, spiritually. Both things, both layers of what he's talking about. Some of you might be familiar with the name John Wesley. John Wesley was an English clergyman, Church of England, and he and his brother Charles, if you look in the back of your hymnals, you'll see both of their names. Um, there are about a thousand different hymns that they uh, wrote. Uh, Charles and, and, uh, and John wrote some of the words as well, and we sing them um, in, this church, in this church. 
He was um, a Church of England clergyman. He was the son of a clergyman. And he had learnt scripture at the foot of, uh, of his mother, of his mother's feet. She was a great biblical uh, teacher in the family. And um, he came to America and uh, did a preaching tour, and it bombed. He was awful. It was, it was not good. Uh, Charles Whitfield was uh, doing the same thing, and he was setting people on fire in the then colonies. And uh, so John Wesley uh, went home very, very discouraged and uh, actually uh, just wondering about this calling on his life. And on the journey home, on the ship, um, there were a group of um, Moravian Christians and uh, the ship hit an incredibly powerful storm. So much so that they all thought that they were going to perish, that the storm was such that the boat was going to capsize and they would be lost at sea. And John Wesley, in the middle of this, is absolutely petrified for his life. He's a clergyman. He's preached about the hope that we have in Christ. And it didn't mean anything to him because he was terribly afraid that he was going to die. And yet, these Moravians had this amazing peace about them on their faces. They were joy-filled in the middle of the storm, and they were praising God in song all the way through the storm, completely unafraid whether or not they lived or they died. Because they had a sure hope and a sure foundation. And when he got back to the UK, John Wesley just really almost threw in the towel. He was very close. He talked to good friends and said, I don't have that faith. I, I, don't, I don't have that. I, I know the Bible. I've got all of this knowledge up here, but I don't have the faith of these people. And then uh, one evening he'd been invited along to a meeting in Aldersgate in London, in the city of London where he was, and he went very reluctantly. And then he, uh, he recounts this. Someone was reading from Martin Luther's commentary on Romans, and he was reading from the preface to the epistle to the Romans. And John Wesley wrote later, About 8.45 p.m., while this person was describing the change which God works in the heart through faith in Christ, I felt my heart strangely warmed. I felt I did trust in Christ. Christ alone for salvation. And an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sins, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. John Wesley died, an Anglican clergyman, although his followers um, became the Methodist denomination. They formed the Methodist denomination because so assured was he that everybody um, should 
receive this kind of faith, this kind of assurance of faith, that he set up small Bible study groups, small meeting groups, so that people could share the faith and pray for one another and have scripture revealed to them, kind of along the lines of what we're doing with the Fellowship Under the Word groups. It's a small place where we can delve into scripture, where we can fellowship with one another and pray for one another. Sometimes this assurance, this deep-seated assurance of faith, of trust in the living God and in his son Jesus Christ and what he has done for us, comes suddenly like that. Um, Sometimes it's a gradual awakening and awareness. But it's through birth from above. It's through being born of the Spirit. There's a birth necessary through water, the waters of baptism, and through the Spirit. We've just sung, sealed by the Spirit the anointing of the Spirit that's an inward anointing of God's Holy Spirit. I say sometimes it it happens really suddenly. Sometimes it happens suddenly in entire communities. Uh, Some of you might have heard of the Welsh Revival. At the turn of the 19th century in Wales, coal mining town, rough, Uh, rough and and, and ready coal miners going down. There was a lot of dissolute living. There was a lot of drunkenness. Um, There was a lot of brawling. Uh, The police were, they needed a huge police force and the jails were always filled. And the Holy Spirit came upon that community. And uh, overnight, there was an incredible transformation in the town. Eventually, the pubs closed. They had to pretty much let go of the police force because there was nothing for them to police. People had been transformed through the power of the Holy Spirit. And those men went and taught others in nearby communities what it was to trust completely in the Lord, to be born of the Holy Spirit. Well, there's only one requirement, and it's to trust in God. It's to receive the birth from above, is to believe the Son. And we read that in this uh, wonderful uh, passage of Scripture that we all know so well, John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Faith in the God who wants not condemnation of the world but to save the world through the sacrifice of the Son who was lifted up on the cross. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness to heal the people of their wounds from the serpent, so Jesus Jesus is lifted up on the cross 
so that he can be seen and all who see him and believe in him, who come to him, can be saved, can be made whole. So when we choose to believe in the Son, we're born from above. This is, this is a new birth. We're connected you know, through our belly buttons. We were connected um, through the umbilical cord to our mothers. But this is, that is cut. This umbilical cord, the spiritual one, is one that grows and pulses because through it we are connected to God's very life himself that comes and is within us. And so through this new birth, we're birthed into God's family we're burst into the promises of the covenant. We're actually then made heirs of Abraham. Paul says in Galatians that we are heirs of Abraham, not in the ethnic sense, not in the fleshly sense, but in the spiritual sense. That's why we have this Old Testament reading today. It's about Abraham's faith. He stepped out in faith. He completely trusted God, left everything and walked out because God had promised that through him all the nations of the world would be blessed. And we're inheritors of that covenant promise. We're in the direct line of Abraham because Jesus was in the ethnic and spiritual line of Abraham and we are in Christ and so we are in Abraham's line. We are inheritors of the promise given to Abraham and the tie is our faith, Abraham's faith and our faith in Christ. Paul puts it this way, for this reason it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also those who share the faith of Abraham, for he is the father of us all, the father of both Jew and Gentile. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence things that do not exist. We are made God's own, his family, birthed into his family through faith. And so God is our father and Jesus is our brother. And at some point in time, we take on the family resemblance. You know, we have our mops group here and um, quite a number of the mums are expecting. And one actually just gave birth. And so I posted a, a photo of this beautiful baby boy on, on Facebook. And what's the first thing anybody does when they look at a baby? Say, oh, does it look like his mum or its dad? Uh, does it have his mum's eyes? Oh, he does. He has his mum's eyes. He has his dad's nose. Look at that mouth. This is just a beautiful combination of the two. We look for the family resemblance. And we just rejoice in that, that they, they look like us. 
except I had two that didn't look at all like me. They looked like their dad, but no, I think <laughs> they do. We look at those things. But there are also some traits that we get from our parents. But you see, in the spiritual birth, in the birth from above, in being born again in the spiritual realm through water and the spirit, we receive other traits. See, that umbilical cord with our Father, with our Heavenly Father, pulses with his life so that it fills us up. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we were out in the world and overheard the conversation, she has her father's eyes. He has his father's compassionate heart. He acts just like his brother. That's who we're to be. When we're born again, when we're born of the Spirit, born from above, we take on the family characteristics. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the Spirit is spirit. Today's collect prays that we may be brought again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of God's word, Jesus Christ, his son. To have faith and truly trust 100% in him. So if your faith has become faint, If it is at times unlikely that you much resemble your Heavenly Father, remember this. God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. So right now, if you feel led to do so, choose again to believe in him fully, 100%, to trust in him, to give your life completely, all areas of your life, to him. Lord, today we do ask that a fresh wind of your Holy Spirit fall upon your people. That wind where we know not where it comes from or where it goes, but it does come. Anoint your people, Lord, that we may receive a powerful anointing of your Spirit so that indeed we resemble you. We have a family resemblance and that resemblance is shown forth in your love. In the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.